LifeSpring92. This show's called Hang On. Why is he calling it that? <laughs> Hang on, you'll find out. How you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to LifeSpring. I'm Steve Webb, your host. I'm so glad you've invited me to be a part of your day today. Thanks for the privilege. It's a wonderful thing to know you're there listening and sometimes responding to what's on my mind from week to week. I don't take it for granted. That's the truth. And I consider you, well, I consider you my friend and one of my family. And so thank you very much for that. Hey, all the con- the uh, contact information will be at the end of the show today. Let me remind you right now that if you hear something that you want to come in on right away while it's still in your mind, pause your player and phone 206-350-CALL. Last week, I gave the wrong number to you. <laughs> what a dork. I think my dyslexia kicked in or something. The area code I gave you was wrong. The correct number is what I just gave you, 206-350-CALL. So, pause the show, put that number in your speed dial on your cell phone or something so you can call when you hear me say something that you just want to comment on, 206-350-CALL. Okay, what I want to do is get started right away with a song that I haven't played on the show, but it's a a song by a guy that uh, I really like, and his name is Waba. name of the song is Flame. Author of my faith, rekindle this flame, burn it hot and bright in me today. Perfecter of my soul, will you rule this heart again? I want to be where you are, without you I'm lost, will you be the keeper of this flame? Overcome when my faith is weak. I'll follow you today, Lord. Keep me as I pray. It's your fire I seek. I want to show the warmth of your love, and I want to shine. Show the warmth of your love 
this flame Burn it hot and bright in me today Perfecter of my soul Will you rule this heart again? I want to be where you are Without you I'm lost Will you be the keeper of this flame? There you go. That's Waba with Flame. Waba has been a great friend of podcasting from the very beginning, and I need to have him on the show one of these times and and uh, have an interview. I need to talk to that guy. Neat, neat guy. All right. Well, today on on the show, I want to talk to you about the concept of hanging on. You know, last week on the In Touch with God's Character show, the number twenty three show. I talked about comfort, about the fact that God is the God of all comfort. Talked about the fact that uh, if you were needing comfort, that you could run to him and find comfort. And that is the truth. It's completely the truth. But a couple of days later, I really think it was God that spoke to my heart and, uh, said, you know, Steve, this show has got to be 100% real. And uh, I said, yeah, that's true. I I always want this show to be real. And then God said, well, what about the times where you felt no comfort? And you know, once I got to thinking about that, it's true. I've had times in my life in my walk with God where there was no comfort. And the last thing I want is for anything that I say on this show or any of the other shows that are in the LifeSpring family of podcasts, the last thing I want is for me to say something that is going to make you say, man, that's, that's, that's not the way it is with me. And so I have to say that While there have been many times that I have been comforted by God, there have also been times where it felt as if my prayers went no further than the ceiling. I mean, there's been times where I just didn't feel the presence of God. And if anybody tells you that their Christian walk or their walk with Jesus has, has been perfect all the time. Well, if they tell you that, they're not being straight with you. Because there are always times where it seems 
as if we are completely alone in the world. I mean, it's, it's nothing to be proud of, but it's just the way it is. I mean, sometimes, golly, I mean, things happen in our life where it just knocks you right on your rear end, you know? And in my own life, I mean, sure, I'd put on a happy face and I'd say all the right things when people ask how I was doing. But inside, man, I was crying and I was hurt and I was bruised. And I would, I would pray to God and it would just seem like nothing. It was like, it seemed like it was talking to a, a stone wall. God, are you listening? God, do you care? God, are you there? Why don't you show yourself? Why don't you answer me? Why do I feel so all alone? I felt like my faith was useless, as if all the past times of closeness with God meant nothing. You ever feel that way? Are you feeling that way now? Listen. Listen closely. God understands those times. I am not the first to feel like that, and neither are you. Even David had times like this. I this afternoon I I, I just was went through Psalms and I looked for some just some places, the first few places that I came across. One of them was in, uh, in Psalms was, was written for the most part by David. In the sixth chapter, listen to David. He says, my soul is in anguish. How long, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. No one remembers you when he's dead. Who praises you from the grave? In other words, he's saying, if I die, how am I going to praise you? How can I do anything for you? He goes on and he says, I'm worn out from groaning. All night long, I flood my bed with weeping and I drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. Oh, man. David, this, this, this guy who was the, the king of Israel, The guy that wrote all the wonderful praises in Psalms. He sounds like he's been going through this for a while, doesn't he? And then in the 10th chapter of Psalms, it says, Why, O Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? It's like, you know, are you there, God? Where are you? And then in the 13th chapter of Psalms, He says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, O Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say, I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. Golly, you talk about sorrow. David knew what it was. 
And that's only the 13th chapter of Psalms. There's over a hundred Psalms in the book of Psalms. Imagine that. How much more must there be in there? Well, there's quite a lot. And then there's others. It's not just David in the Bible. There was Joseph, the son of Jacob. His brothers sold him into slavery, where he remained for many years. You think he didn't pray and ask for God to deliver him? Sure he did. Then there was Abraham and Sarah, who longed for a son for their entire married life. They prayed and they prayed, and they, these guys, these, these people were people of faith. Sometimes our relief is a long time coming. So what do we do? <laughs> we hang on. Listen, it's important to look at the Bible in context. The passages I just read to you, I only read in part. Listen as I finish a couple of them. The first one, Psalm 6, when he says, My soul is in anguish. No one remembers you when he's dead. I flood my bed with weeping, etc. Now, listen, right after this, he says, Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and dismayed. They will turn back in sudden disgrace. And then in the 10th chapter, where he said, Why, O Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? He says a couple of verses later, But you, O God, do see trouble and grief. You consider it to take it in hand. The victim commits himself to you. You are the helper of the father, fatherless. You hear, O Lord, the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed in order that man who is of the earth may terrify no more. And then the 13th chapter, we said, how, how long, O Lord, will you forget me? Or will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face? Etc. He says, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. Sure, we may feel like God is not hearing us, but we must never, ever live our lives by our feelings. We have to live by the word of God. In that marvelous collection of 66 books, there are hundreds and hundreds of times when God makes promises to his people. Now, some of those promises are specific to the people to whom he was speaking. Don't forget that. But many of them can be applied to your life and mine. I'm going to put a link on the show notes page to a, a really good list of God's promises. Now, I have to tell you right up front that it's at intouch.org. That intouch.org has no uh, uh, relationship at all with, with me, okay? In Touch with God's Character. I came up with that name, and then all of a sudden I find out that there's an intouch.org. Uh, different guy. Uh, that's uh, Charles Stanley, whom I respect quite a bit. But uh, Charles Stanley and I have no relationship whatsoever. So anyway, there is he's got a good list over there of uh, many, 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 many promises 
So check that out. Go to the LifespringPodcast.com show notes page, and then you can find the link there. All right. If you heard in touch with God's character number 23 and felt discouraged because you don't always feel the comfort of God, please keep in mind what the New Testament book of James says. In the first chapter, it says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And then in Romans 8, verse 26, it says, Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in us and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Now, no one could write that passage without having gone through it himself. That was uh, Paul, the apostle. That guy knew what it was like to suffer as well. As a matter of fact, he said that there was, he had something wrong in his body and he asked God to take it away and God didn't take it away. Not only that, but he was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was jailed. He was put in a dungeon. So, yeah, things get really hard sometimes. But listen, there's nothing wrong with you if you're hurting today. If you are seeking God, if you are crying out to Him and relief doesn't come right away, it doesn't mean that your faith isn't strong enough. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want to hear from you. It might just mean that He's creating a new, wonderful aspect to who you are. Listen to Him. Learn from His Word. And hold on.
That's Susan Gray with Hold On. Susan has been around for a while on the on the podcast, and uh, I couldn't think of a better song than Hold On to play for this today. A good friend of mine, Steve Gray, who's very active on the LifeSpring Family Forum, sent this to me today. This is called the Apple Cart. A few years ago, a group of salesmen went to a regional sales convention in Chicago. The convention lasted all week, and all the salesmen had assured their wives that they'd be home in plenty of time for Friday night's dinner. As they hurried to the airport to catch their return flight, they rushed down the airport's corridor with their briefcases in hand. In their rush, one of these salesmen inadvertently kicked over a table, which held a display of apples. Apples flew everywhere. Without stopping or looking back, they all continued running so that they'd make their plane. Well, all but one. He stopped after running a few more yards. He took a deep breath and experienced a twinge of compassion for the girl whose apple stand had been overturned. He told his buddies to go on without him. He waved goodbye and told one of them to call his wife when they arrived at their home destination and explain his taking a later flight. Then he returned to the terminal where the apples were all over the terminal floor. And he was glad he did. The 16-year-old girl running the apple cart was totally blind. She was softly crying, tears running down her cheeks in frustration, and at the same time helplessly groping for her spilled produce. As the crowd swirled about her, no one stopping and no one to care for her plight. The salesman knelt on the floor with her, gathered up the apples, put them back on the table, and helped organize her display. As he did this, he noticed that many of the apples had become battered and bruised, and those he set aside in another basket. When he had finished, he pulled out his wallet and said to the girl, Here, please take this $40 for the damage we did. Are you okay? She nodded through her tears. He continued on with, I hope we didn't spoil your day too badly. As the salesman started to walk away, the bewildered blind girl called out to him, Mister! He paused and turned to look back into those blind eyes. She continued, Are you Jesus? He stopped in mid-stride, and he wondered, Then slowly he made his way to catch the later flight with that question burning and bouncing about in his soul. Are you Jesus? Friend, do people mistake you for Jesus? That's our call, is it not? To be so much like Jesus that people cannot tell the difference as we live and interact with the world, shopping, working, reacting to others that are serving us, a world that is blind to his love, his life, and his grace. If we claim to know him, we should live, walk, and act as he would. Knowing him is more than simply quoting scripture and going to church. It's actually living the word as life unfolds day to day. You are the apple of his eye, even though we too 
have been bruised by a fall. He stopped what he was doing and picked you and me up on a hill called Calvary and paid in full for our damaged fruit. Let us live like we are worth the price he paid. Be kinder than necessary, for everyone you meet is fighting some kind of battle. All right. Well, as you know, show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com, where you'll find links to the music I played today. There was Waba and Susan Gray, and the background music was, uh, let's see, General Fuzz and Backward Motion. Of course, there'll be links there at the show notes page. Hey, while you're there, check out the LifeSpring Family Forum. I started a couple of polls about the ads on the show and Second Life that I would love for you to participate in. Also remember, you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And of course, the comment line is 206-350-CALL. So, what is a life spring? Well, Jesus said that whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. You see, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age or your sex even your station in life. Jesus said, and this is the only thing that matters, who do you say that I am? Who is Jesus to you? Well, LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. My name is Steve Webb. I'm your host, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. Hi, this is Steve. Steve, this is Bob from Belmont. Hey, Bob, what can I do for you? I gotta tell you, Steve, I'm very disappointed that LifeSpring is running ads. There's nothing that a podcast or advertiser can offer me. I'm very upset. Hmm, I'm sorry you feel that way, Bob, but I really like your passion. Have you ever thought about doing something about it? Like? Well, like starting your own podcast. You know, about the usefulness or non-usefulness of advertising and podcasts. You know, this is really exciting. Uh, Let's see, what could you call it? Um, Is there a domain name available? Um... I wouldn't know where to start. Uh, well, listen, I've got 19 domain names, all registered through GoDaddy.com. Now, wait a minute. Isn't that the company advertising on the LifeSpring podcast? Well, sure, but yeah, forget about that for right now. Just try it. Go over to GoDaddy.com to see if you can match a domain name to your passion. Searching for domain names is fun, and it's free. If you find one that you like, and of course, I'm not saying that you're going to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but in the off chance that you do, at checkout, enter code LS1 to save 10% off any order or LS2 to save an additional $5 off of any order of $30 or more, and lastly, code LS3 to get your .com domain name for just six ninety five a year. So just searching for the domain name is free? And fun. Bob, you're just window shopping. <laughs> Hi, this is Steve Webb. Steve, GoDaddy had everything I need. I got the domain I wanted. I set up a website easier and faster than I thought possible right online. I was even able to submit my site to over 200 search engines and directories at once with GoDaddy's Traffic Blazer. I used the codes you gave me. Save me a bundle. I just produced my first podcast on how advertising won't work in podcasting. All by using GoDaddy.com. Yes, all by using... uh, Say, Steve, um... This doesn't change anything, you know. Oh, of course not, Bob.
Think advertising sucks? So do we. Think you can make it better? Podshow and Earthlink are about to give you that chance. Take the Make Advertising Better Challenge. Create a great spot, jingle, or endorsement for Earthlink, and you can make big bucks having your ad played on the Podshow Network. So take the challenge. Go to adchallenge.podshow.com, or you can find the link on the website of this podcast. Make advertising better now. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 